Debbie Roberts, owner and financial advisor at Property Apprentice. Join me today for our podcast called How Apartments and Townhouses Are Affecting the Property Market. Now, building consents have been increasing in New Zealand pretty much since the global financial crisis by over 100% year on year. Since 2014, the average increase year on year has been 110%. For apartments, the average increase year on year has been 114%. But as a percentage of all building consents for all dwelling types, the percentage hasn't really changed that much. It's varied between 6.95% in 2014 up to a peak in 2019 of 12.68%. It's a different story for townhouses. The average increase in building consents for townhouses has been 132.62% year on year since 2014. As a percentage of all dwelling types, building consents for new townhouses had steadily increased every single year from 11.05% in 2014 up to 41.97% for the year end of 2022. That's nearly 42% of all building consents issued for new dwellings in New Zealand being for townhouses. No wonder it seems like everywhere you go there's new townhouses popping up. The number of new build apartments currently listed for sale on trade near New Zealand is 332, whereas for townhouses, the number of new build townhouses currently listed for sale on trade near New Zealand, 1,447. The lower price points for these properties, both apartments and townhouses, but especially townhouses for home buyers, often makes them appealing, you know, especially compared to the house prices. So, you know, they're usually at a lower price point than existing properties. The new build component has also made these properties attractive to some investors after the tax changes for interest deductibility, because you can still deduct the interest on a mortgage for new builds for 20 years after code compliance certificate is issued, as long as the CCC, the code compliance certificate, was issued on or after the 27th of March 2020. But many investors who've bought these properties recently are now regretting that choice because they're faced with really low yields. I mean, you're lucky if you can find a new build with a gross yield above 4%, and they've also been hit with rising interest rates. So many of these investors have now become motivated vendors. You know, they're needing to sell those properties because they just can't afford to keep them anymore. To add insult to their injury, many of these investors actually thought that they'd received financial advice about the purchase because they'd bought these properties via a financial advisor or at least a company who had a financial advisor, but now they realise that they didn't get financial advice at all. They just got sold a new build because these companies receive financial kickbacks from the developers for the properties that they sell on their behalf. To be fair, if these investors had had proper financial advice, they should have been told about the impact of increasing interest rates and how that would affect their cash flow position. Instead, many of these investors were simply told they'd have to top the properties up by 20 bucks a week. Now, some of them are facing top-ups of around $500 a week or more. And some of these investors can't even get lending now to settle the purchase of the property that they're unconditional on because banks have tightened their lending criteria and also increased the test rates that they use to test your ability to pay a mortgage. In some cases, banks are now using interest rates to test your affordability of up to 8.9% interest or 8.99% interest. 
increased sales in this one sector of the market could actually be part of the reason that there's been such a significant drop in the median values, especially in Auckland. And so lower values versus less sales and the higher values that drags the medians and the averages down. So if you'd like to learn more about property investing, join me at one of our upcoming free events called How to Succeed with Property Investing in 2023. And I'll give you my insights from my perspective as financial advisor. And just to be clear, at Property Apprentice, we don't sell property, so there's no conflict of interest there. Register via our website, which is propertyapprentice.co.nz. And if you'd want to find out how we can help you, I do talk about how we work with our clients at the end of these free training sessions, or you could alternatively book a no-obligation phone call or meeting with my husband, Paul. You can book a meeting with him through the website as well. So that's propertyapprentice.co.nz. Thanks for listening. 